Welcome to the My Fence Life bonus podcast series, Ask Me About My Day, where you can eavesdrop on phone conversations between Dan, industry leaders, and fencers from around the country to find out about their day. I'm, I'm a car salesman's nightmare, man. And when I go to the grocery store and I grab that box of Cheerios off the shelf, it doesn't ask me how I'm going to pay. It doesn't ask me if I'm bringing back a, a box of Cheerios. I just throw it in the uh, basket and check out. Price is right there. Give me a price. Hey, guys. Some of y'all might know uh, who I'm about to have a phone call with. His name is Colby Bierman. I think I said that right. He's got Corridor Residential Fencing. And uh, he hit me up in my inbox and was like, hey, man. I need to talk to you, get some advice. So here we go. Let's give him a call. Let's find out what he needs. Hello? Colby, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, Mr. Fence King? Oh, same old, same old, man. You uh, you slid into my inbox. Usually uh, I don't like it when guys slide into my inbox. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> slide into my DMs. No, but anyway, uh, you hit me up. You said um, you had some questions and you were dealing with some things and you wanted to know my opinion on them. So hopefully uh, oh, hopefully, I can give you some direction, man. What's happening? What's going on? Well, I find myself kind of stuck between the same rock and hard places last year. Um, you know, obviously everyone's answer is the simple answer, but it's never that simple. But um. Again, this year already trending to hemorrhage way more money on these old shitty old work trucks that, you know, it's what we could afford when we started that made us money. But, um, you know, one of them, a bunch of little stuff, as soon as you're going to add it up into a bunch of big stuff where it's, you know, not worth throwing that much money into it. My other, um, you're going to know if you've seen it, the, the big E450 Super Duty uh, flatbed, you see an ambulance. And yeah. an asphalt company cut the ambulance part off, left the sleeper on, and put a flatbed on it. Well, I bought that thing for pretty cheap, but, you know, I had to throw a training it the first year. And then last year, a bunch of crap happened with it. And I ended up, you know, probably spending, I don't know, $25,000 on all kinds of different crap for it. Well, now, Jesus. Um, it's, been, it's been broken down since August of last year. You know, I figured we are getting into slow season. We couldn't live without it. I just got it looked at. It needs $8,200 worth of work get it up and running really? so i'm in this 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 spot where um you know i'm already this far into it and you know i've already replaced so much crap on it that i'm like dude so my my goal was this year you know that's what everyone says you just go lease something then you're not spending money on on mechanic bills well you know us being a newer company this is our third season um you, you have to have certain ducks in a row and you know uh Profit and loss and all that crap to show them for anyone who wants to do business financing with you. Well, so, yeah. so you I don't know. I think up. I'm I think I'm about in that position, but I don't know that I'm quite there to where I could walk into a lot and say, "Hey, I want to lease this, you know, hundred thousand dollar twenty twenty two thirty five hundred truck." Yeah. So so I'm just like, <clears throat> man, the problem what happens is is you probably are gonna have to run it underneath your personal credit. You know what I'm saying? And go yeah. in and get it under Colby Beerman, not under yeah. Corridor Residential Fencing. Um, and then, yeah, so I've got decent, you know, credit. Um, 
But then on the issue with that is these last, you know, couple of years I've been starting my business. I've been, you know, aggressively reinvesting everything. Like when I say I started my company with nothing, I mean, nothing, man, not even knowledge on really how to build a fence. So I, I don't pay myself or didn't pay myself the, much the first two years. I've been doing it more, a lot more regularly this year, but I don't have a lot of income on paper, even though, you know, I've we've done lots of work the last few years. It's just me paying myself as like an employee of my company. I don't have a lot of paper show of that. So, yeah, you got to make sure you're paying yourself and W2ing yourself because yeah. there's going to be some companies out there that are going to give you credit. We're going to make you sign a personal guarantee. So um, you need to make sure that you're doing that, you know, even if it's, hey, I'm going to pay myself this every week. And, you know, then what you do with the money afterward is, is whatever, but you gotta, you gotta be paying yourself, you know? So you think, and I, I didn't think of this, you're saying, even if I pay myself and then throw it right back into the company, it looks better on paper that I paid myself or. Yeah. I mean, it gets tricky. I don't know all the CPA yeah. stuff about that, but you know, um, if that's what you got to do to get it on paper, Hey. You know, I'm going to pay myself, um, let's just use even easy numbers, $1,000 a week. But really, yeah. I can live off of 500 you know. Um, get with your CPA. You could put the other 500 back into the company and use it as a loan, and then the company pay you back later. Okay. Uh, you know, there's really uh, creative ways that you can get around that. You know, so you might you might have to go lease a truck in your own name and and you know get your commercial insurance put on it and and roll with it, man. You might take a hit on the interest rate, but you know what? It is what it is, right? Um, yeah. You know, do you have the eighty two hundred to to put into the old truck to get it fixed? Well, we. You know, thank God for Pound Town this year. We've actually been making some money finishing jobs ahead of schedule. And, you know, the, the trend are first. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, the first two years is two jobs taking three days. You know, we're, we're a new company. I'm still learning all kinds of stuff every day. So we're, we're you know, hitting our, our productivity goals and actually making some money this year. So I've got, I do have a little money in the bank after uh, recouping from winter because up here, you know, from December to March and the March, most people pack up their ball and go home. So a lot of people aren't even necessarily looking for fences. So it slows down for us. So you know the winter's rough for us. It's yeah, I mean it's fencing season again. So yeah. we're we're out of the the rest of the winter, and I've got I, I could do it, but then I'd be back to you know I wouldn't really have a nest egg sitting around. So it's like yeah, and it gets just, a little scary. But we are in the in the time of year where you're going to make some cash. Yeah. So just shooting from the hip, man. Um, you know, and I. You're definitely going to have to talk to your CPA, whatever you're doing. But you might want to go ahead and take a member's draw, okay? So then that way you don't have all the taxes on it that you would normally have on that money. Take a member's draw. Go take that and make a down payment on a truck. And then guess what? When you go ahead and start W-2ing yourself, you say you take that 1000 a week, take that other 500 and pay off the money that you borrowed from the business or whatever, you know, if you take a member's draw, you don't have to pay it back, but you might be able to make a loan from the company and then pay it back and utilize that. Like I was talking about, 
Yeah, that makes sense. I never it thought would, of that either. It would definitely be something that you would sit down with you, uh, your accountant and be like, yo, we got to do something creative here. I'm going to throw something at you. What I'm throwing at you may be all wrong, but it'll get your mind ticking on what I want to do. You know, can I borrow? Can the company loan me eight grand? And then um, I go use it to get this truck because the company doesn't have it doesn't have any credit, but at least I got some. And then you go ahead and set yourself up to make a thousand a week. And now we're just using round numbers, right? Well, you know, pay well, so I just wanted to say that that's actually like we did my in my you know I'm pretty modest with my first couple of years. It's actually what like my goal is to pay myself that a week. But it's been kind of a thing where instead of paying myself every week, I pay myself once a month or maybe twice a month. You know, but yeah. this year has been way more consistent. So. So you set it up where you pay yourself a thousand dollars a week, and then yeah. But I really only need five hundred. So then you take the other five hundred and pay the company back, you know, and then kind of get your. You see what I'm saying? Get your yeah. W twos going. Get some. Get some uh, taxation going on yourself, Social Security, all that good stuff. Yeah. And then you're paying the company back. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because in my heart of hearts, man, I'm like, dude, for that chunk of change, I feel like I could put myself in a lot better position than continuing to dump money into my truck that's just going to keep having the same crap happen, you know? Well, you know, and do you need to have a brand new truck? No, and that's the thing. I don't necessarily need them. The, the luring part of the, the lease situation, I mean, I guess new trucks come with the warranty, too, is like the fixed cost, right? You know, say it's $1,500 a month. I know I should never have to spend more than that on that truck because it should be any of brakes. It should be covered kind of thing, you know? Well, let me that's, tell you something. Let me tell you what happens with that warranty crap. I mean, it sounds great, but like for example, Dylan's truck is leased. Okay, um, it's a 2022 Chevy ATR or some shit. I don't know. Anyway, okay, it's a pickup. Well, yep. a couple Sundays ago, he calls me like, bro, I just pulled on the service road by the office. Truck killed. Won't start. So we got it towed a few blocks. I mean, he literally was three blocks from the dealership. And um, they had to put a new motor in it. It threw two bearings, lower bearings in the motor. Truck's got 16,000 miles on it. So what happens? Oh, well, we can not give you another truck. They're going to put him in a rental that he's, fortunately, the insurance covers but they're not going to cover. But we couldn't get a truck. He was, he's driving around in a, a Dodge Charger. They got him in a Prius. Uh, here's your Prius, bro. Sorry if you got work to do. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's not like they're going to give you another truck to work out of. Yeah. And if they do give and you I another truck, that. it's not going to be one you can, you're going to want to work out of because you're going to bring it back and it's going to be trash. So the leasing thing has its pros and its cons. You know, unless you're actually – a company and you're underneath a business lease, then it's a different animal, you know? Yeah. So this was his personal truck. So, <clears throat> I mean, you might be better off finding you a 2019, putting the, eight, putting the money that you were going to put into the ambulance because you got to spend it anyway, right? Go ahead yep. and... uh Go ahead and dump that on a new vehicle. Yeah, Not a new one. That's kind of where my heart of hearts was at, but 
new to you, uh, and you you're know, gonna have to take shoot, the, shooting from the well, you shooting get, from the hip uh, all the time. You need a little uh, a little guidance sometimes, you know. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna have to take the lick, and it's gonna end up going on your credit, you know. So, um, yeah. yeah, pay the note, and guess what? It'll help your credit out. And um, once you get all your tax and stuff done properly, then maybe you can go in and refinance or dump it and get another truck at a better interest rate a year or two from now. You know? Oh, yeah. So what are you working out of right now? What are you using? I've got my, my white, uh, the 96 F-250 with the 7.3 power stroke in it. But, man, that thing's got 340,000 miles on I bought it when you had, like, 260. I haven't had to do much to it, but that's the truck that, you know, lots of little stuff is starting to mm-hmm. to go wrong or is going wrong to where it's like it's going to end up being, a, you know, another several thousand dollar bill when this thing breaks down, if it does, you know. Well, i tell you what, man, a lot of people love diesels, but I'm not a fan of them. Uh, I am not a fan of a diesel. I had one, and when it went down, and it was time to redo everything on it, I mean, it was like $9,000. Like, what? Yeah, it's like you could literally just buy a new a new rig that's equivalent or better for that much money. At, at yeah, so I'm buying gasoline burners. They're a lot easier to work on. You know, you don't have all that BS once you get in there. Well, you might as well change that part because we're already here. You don't want to pay me to take all this part again. Yeah, and I was like, all right, I'm never buying another diesel again in my life. And that's just my opinion. But there's a lot of people out there swear by them. You know? Yeah, but, I'm uh, kind of indifferent. I'm, I'm about neutral on the subject. I've used both of diesel and gas trucks, and I haven't. I don't say prefer one the only thing i like about the diesels they do tend to have more more torque and stuff but you know you can get a good gasser anymore that's newer that you know is equivalent to diesel power you know the thing about it is is i keep my vehicles to their dead so you know maybe getting a diesel because you lease it and every five years you're flipping it okay but not when you want to keep the truck you know yeah The, the repair cost was just out of control so i just got rid of it like this thing's got to go, you know. So that's, yeah, that's what I do, man. I still I think that, some I think, cars. Yeah, I think I should just go, you know, sit down. And you know, one thing my grandma said is, you know, always ask. Worst thing someone can say is no, right? If you don't ask, you'll never know. I think I should just go start, go knocking on some doors in some dealerships in town that's got some, uh, you know, flatbed truck. Uh, 350 or 450 or whatever. Now, hey, do you bank with a uh, credit union? Yep. You do? Yeah, they, they do. Uh, they've got a house loans. They've done other loans for me. They've done vehicle loans for us. So I've, I've been banking at the same place for shoot, probably 10 years now. Yeah, I'd go talk to them. Mm-hmm. You might get a better rate with those guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have, my credit union is kind of weird, though. They have like weird stipulations. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't, I don't remember exactly when we're getting car loans, but some of those stipulations are, like, kind of goofy. Yeah, so they have, like, mileage limitations and stuff like that for, like, uh, based off the year and stuff like that. But, yeah, that may be another avenue. Yeah, I always keep a checking account open with a credit union just for that reason. Yeah. You know, so I've got, uh, 
I got a credit union account. I'm kind of weird with my finances, but I have what I call my house account. And I went and opened it with a credit union and I put so much money in it every week. So if something goes south on the house, I got cash. Like I had to call a plumber out today to uh, take care of some things. No big deal. Pay with the house account debit card. So I know I always got cash in there. Refrigerator goes out, washing machine. I got an account where I just got money in there for the house, taxes, all that good stuff. Yeah, you sound like you got little nest eggs and, and preps for all kinds of shit in little accounts. I'm going to talk on your show. Like, yeah, let's take this profit in this account or whatever. And you're like, my, my tax guy doesn't care for it. But um, yeah, 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 he doesn't like, like Yeah, I got first. this, I got this. I keep this money all separate in, my, in the bank accounts and everything, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Oscar's Pepper and I have been together. Pepper and I have been together 10 years now, and we don't have a joint checking account, you know? So, yeah, like, yeah. Me and my wife are about the same same way too. Yeah, we don't we haven't necessarily joined our our finances yet either. Yeah, I mean, so um, always having a, a bank account at a credit union works for whatever it is. I got a guy that works for me, and um, he has to pay child support. I said, dude, go open up a checking account at a credit union because you need one, and deposit just what you need to pay for your child support. And he's like, why? I said, well, that way when the judge calls you in and you got to bring your statements in for your checking account, you're going to bring one in and it's not going to show all your business on it. Here, here's my checking ah. account. <clears throat> so That's like too. Right. Oh, you can't afford more child support? Well, I see here you went to Outback and spent $67. And I see here you got a gym membership and I see... Uh, how about this? How about I just bring you the account I've been paying everything out of? Here's my statements. And uh, you just put enough money in there to pay your child support. So, <clears throat> now that doesn't mean they can't ask for another account, which they may, but just makes it nice not to give them more information than what they need. Absolutely, yeah, that's smart. So, <clears throat> um, and that's exactly how my credit union account started. And then once my child support ended, I turned it into my house account. So every week I just transfer X amount of money to it. And I know it's going to cover my taxes. It's going to cover my homeowner's insurance. So I can just pay all that off when it comes. I just pay it at once. <clears throat> and then I got extra money in there. So, yeah. That's right. But, uh, yeah, see what your credit union says, man. They may, you may get pre-qualified with them to say, all right, you can go get a car, you know, yada, 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 whatever the stipulations are. Yeah, I'm also, you know, when I was buying trucks and everything before, I never, I, I didn't have as much cash to necessarily throw down at something. So now I think I'm, I might have actually leveraged myself into a better spot too, to where I'm not, you know, putting this box of what we can swing as a new business, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. That's that's what I would do, bro. And um, you know, and I'm 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 a car salesman's nightmare, man. I don't tell them <laughs> if I'm putting money down. I don't tell them if I'm trading anything in. I don't tell them if I'm financing. I'm like just bottom line. Tell me what this goddamn car cost. That's what I need. <laughs> um, you know, and they're like, well, you know, we need to know this. We need to know that. I'm like, man, when I go to the grocery store. 
and I grab that box of Cheerios off the shelf, it doesn't ask me how I'm going to pay. It doesn't <laughs> ask me if I'm bringing back a, a box of Cheerios. I just throw it in the uh, basket and check out. The price is right there. Give me a price. You know? So, <clears throat> but uh, if they find out that you're pre-approved with your credit union, they want to get that financing. So it might, uh, they might tighten their belts on the interest rate and so forth because they want to make the money off the financing. Yeah, that's smart. So I didn't listen to that necessarily either. You know, <clears throat> in my financing, I don't know. I got pre-approved at my, uh, at my credit union. I'm probably, I might use those guys, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I might write it just to pay this thing off. I don't know if I want to note right now. Just let them guess. That way you can get it down, the price right. You know? Hell yeah, dude. I'm going to try that. So, anything else, man? I saw you got those new sparkly purple fence signs. Hell yeah, dude. We're stoked on those. They're a little more, uh, a little more like pastel than, you know, most of our purple stuff's more like that kind of athletic royal purple. Uh -huh. I love them, man. They're, the sun and the sun's hitting them right. They they sparkle. You know, I think that they're going to catch people's eyes for sure. And I know that we're the only we're the only ones in town with purple fence signs. I can tell you that. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen a purple fence sign. So, and then when you sent me that picture of it, I was like, ah, oh, sucker's gl glittery. Got a little sparkle oh, to yeah. it. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, our uh, our sign guy, we were trying to get something that was kind of like candy paint ish, ish looking. You know, and that was one of the. Um, the plastic or vinyl boards he could get for fence signs or the metal, the metal sign with the, whatever they do, the vinyl covering on it or whatever. So it worked pretty slick for us. We're kind of doing a little bit of like rebranding. And that's something you guys have kind of drove to us is like making sure everything's consistent, cohesive. And, um, you know, we're trying to make everything flow together now. Yeah, man. I mean, look at Joe with the orange, right? So everybody's going to know you as the purple guy in town. Everything's purple. Yeah, actually, you I know? pick up stuff all the time from from Joe. I was watching one of his YouTube videos, and I was like, "Ah, he uses orange cable for his gate spacers on the equalizer." I'm like, "I'm gonna get some purple nylon rope." That's what I did. I ordered some. We're gonna we're gonna use purple for our gate spacers. Yeah, purple go. hard hats. Or uh -huh. I think the only other the only other people that might do more purple is, is Magnolia. You know, <laughs> we're, we're getting there. We're yeah, Robert. Robert's got that purple down pat, man. Oh well, yeah. Anything else you got, bro? Anything else you want to throw at me? I don't think so, man. Uh, that was just the that's the biggest headache on our plate right now is this constant loop of the vehicle crap. And I think I'm ready to be be in something reliable now that we're, I think we're finding the position to do so. Yeah, yeah. Well, good, man. Good. Well, it was good talking to you. And uh, if you need anything else, man, just hit me up, bro. I don't have an, an opinion or an idea or been there done that I'll definitely try to find out for you point you in the right direction you know? oh, yeah, dude. I, I appreciate that I, I know you're a busy dude I appreciate you uh, giving me a holler and giving me some ideas tonight yeah give your CPA a call say hey man I need to do something creative I got money over here but I got to get it over here this is what I got to do boom 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 and you know and then also you want to find out what the tax rep, uh, uh, what the tab, uh, can't talk. Well, how is it going to hit you tax-wise or whatever you decide? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, for sure. So. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I, I appreciate it, dude. All right, man. You have a good one, bro. You too. All right, buddy. Later. Bye. You've been listening to My Fence Life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, we take our business very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the Fence King, and he's been providing high-quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life.